Well, in the joyful backdraft of the remarkable events in Brisbane on Saturday night with the Matildas going through on penalties, the scramble is well and truly on for a live site here in Adelaide that can accommodate the vast crowd that is expected to turn out on Wednesday. We've got the Premier, Peter Malinowskis, on the line now for the latest on that. Premier, good morning and thanks for joining us. Look, we um, we established during the show this morning that there's a potential clash at the Adelaide Oval uh, Wednesday with Ross Trevor and Sacred Heart uh, meant to be squaring, squaring off in their grand final. Now, we've heard whispers and, uh, you know, huge credit to the school um, that they're doing this, but apparently the school's already talking about about potentially moving that game so that the Oval can be freed up as a potential venue. Yeah, well, good morning, um, Pamela, and to your listeners. We've got a fan festival site currently on Festival Plaza, which actually went really well on Saturday evening. It, it didn't get to capacity on Saturday night, but it was it was pretty close to it. But the capacity there, I think, is around about 2,700 people. So we are, um, and we started this process yesterday, looking for an alternative that will allow you know an expansion. I anticipate that there'll be a lot more South Australians that want to watch this pretty incredible event um, you know, with one another in that sort of community environment. So there, there are a number of options that we're looking at. We've got um, a few penciled away, so it's just make, a case of making a decision, which we'll do before lunchtime today. The, the, just one of the things that's um, a, a variable worth considering about is the weather. On, on Wednesday night, it's looking as though it's going to be pretty ordinary in terms of the forecast for rain. So um, we are looking at options that can accommodate large crowds that are undercover rather than having one of exposed on, on Adelaide Oval, mm. um, even if that was an option available to us. Yeah, sure. D- does that mean something like the Entertainment Centre could be in play? Oh, you could speculate um, <laughs> about that. Um, also, but, but also Memorial Drive. Yeah. So there's a um, Memorial Drive's got a capacity of around about 7,500 to 8,000. So that's a, that's a big number, and it's undercover. So there's a lot of, lot of virtue to that. But look... That's not. I, I, we've just got to confirm a few details up um, between now and lunchtime, and then um, I've got a press conference later today, and I intend to be able to announce exactly what we're doing there. So, is the is the entertainment like in terms of the entertainment centre being available? Do you know if it is available? There's no concert scheduled for Wednesday, are there? Um, I can tell you that Memorial Drive is available. Okay, Memorial, <laughs> Memorial <laughs> the, the smart money's pointing in the direction of Memorial Drive. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, look, I, I, would, I would love fellas just to be able to say, look, this is what's happening and just announce it on your program right now, but we've just got a few you details. You can and, and I, I, Well, I, I, I'm more than happy to come back on at lunchtime, but the, we're just going to lock away a few details. I'm just reluctant to provide an absolute commitment yeah, until sure. we've mm. got the final decision. Uh, hey, more, more broadly, um, Peter Malinowskis, you're... Uh, your status as a sport sporting uh, tragic is well documented. It's hard to think of a, a, a more exciting event than this, though, isn't it? It's just been unbelievable. Oh, I mean, how's um, Mackenzie Arnold? I mean, mm. yeah. that, 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 the the theatre of that performance. I was at a fundraising dinner on Saturday night, and um, Tom Wren was MC, and it was the, the most powerful moment of the evening was when he got up on stage and said, bugger the formalities, we're watching the soccer. And the whole, the whole room erupted. It was like, because otherwise everyone's sitting there on their phones anyway. But the theatre of, um, you know, Mackenzie Arnold, you know, you know, blocking that shot, then having her own shot and missing, and then, of course, the, the tragedy of that um, overall 
from mm. the third umpire. I mean, I, you can't, you couldn't, if you scripted it, it would be seen to be too fictitious. <laughs> and, so this is yeah. and now, yeah, and, and so that's the that's the beauty of sport. You know, it's just so it's so real and authentic. And you know, I've went to a lot of I've been to a lot of um, soccer events, and I find soccer when you're emotionally invested in the outcome, the hardest one to watch because it yeah. can all go pear-shaped so quick. Mm. <laughs> and, um, but look, it was just, it's just awesome the whole way the nations, you know, invested their their hearts into this. It's, Absolutely mind-boggling. Well, just on that premium, I appreciate that the, the whole the funding component of this is a is a is a federal question largely, but as a representative of people, as a as a as a lawmaker, as a as a politician, is your sense that the that the the inertia of this is irresistible now, and the way in, and it's changed the perception amongst your colleagues and fellow policymakers when it comes to how they how they think about where soccer and and, and this version of football sits in the landscape. Undoubtedly, I mean, there's a there's a power to this that goes well beyond just the event itself. I mean, and particularly for for women's sport, and I know this has been spoken about a lot, but it just you know we're getting record TV ratings at numbers we've never seen before, smashing the AFL Grand Final. Um, it just shows that if you put elite female sport on a main TV channel in prime time, turns out Australians love it <laughs> because what we, what we love is seeing. Um, Australians invest their effort at the highest level and in teams, sometimes teams of underdogs coming together and dominating. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter what the gender is. And the, the, the raw success of this does recalibrate the way that people are going to think about these things. I, I read on the weekend the deal that Channel 7, about the, the deal that Channel 7 did to get the rides. Um, and they've got the bargain of the century. So, and that's widely acknowledged that it will never happen again. That means there is a, a nationwide revaluation going on about the way at least commercial um, thinkers um, apply their attitude towards women's sport, and that's a good thing. So, but governments, you know, we're still playing catch up. To be frank, um, you know, there are still a lot of um, female facilities that are underdone, um, not just in in football or in soccer, the round ball game, but in others too. And you know, I think there has been a bit of catch up, but there's still more work to be done, and that's something we're conscious of. Just finally, Premier. Um as excited as everybody is about the Matildas, there's been quite a bit of um, argy-bargy about the wisdom or otherwise of having a national public holiday. The PM reiterated his support for one over the weekend, and it, I, I, my understanding is that premiers will be asked where they stand on it. Have you formed an opinion on that yet? Not in finality. We'll have a discussion about this on Wednesday at National Cabinet. Naturally, um I'm aware of the Prime Minister's call, and in fact, I spoke to the Prime Minister yesterday, and, and this is one of the options, or this is one of the issues that we discussed in, in advance of, of National Cabinet. But we'll, we'll see what comes out of Wednesday and then make a final decision there. What I would say about all of this is there are complexities um, and substantial costs to a public holiday. Um, I'm, I'm wary about having a snap public holiday that people aren't able to plan for in a in a thoughtful way there was a there was a even with the queen's death there was a bit of a lead up to that so yeah. people could make make adjustments so um, we're turning our minds to it and having a bit of a think about it it's not as straightforward as it seems i, I, I coming out and saying yes we want to, have to do a public holiday is instinctive um, you know and i'm in favor of public holiday reform you know it's well known but i just want to make sure we calibrate our thinking in a way that doesn't just reflect community sentiment in the spur of the moment, but just actually thinking about 
what the consequences are for other people in the community as well. Yeah, particularly particularly people running small businesses and so on, I, I'd imagine. Well, look, um, we'll await the announcement later today, Premier. It's, uh, it was a very generous nudge-nudge, wink-wink from you in the direction of uh, Memorial <laughs> Drive. So. Stay away, if it's not Memorial Drive now, I'm in trouble, aren't I? Yeah, <laughs> right. Great chatting to you. Peter Malinowskis, thanks for joining us for Breaking It Out. Cut. 